This is TraumaCast episode one. TraumaCast is not suitable for all audiences. I'm Mia, and I studied the effects of heroin as well as other hard drugs in Colorado. In Colorado, drug use is a serious issue that has lasted longer than you probably think, decades at the least. Even though it's classified as a misdemeanor, a minor crime, as it's just drug use that affects yourself, it is a prevalent issue that affects more than just the user. For example, at Denver Central Library, counts of sexual assault rise when homeless populations inhabit the area. 72% of the drug user population in Denver is homeless. Between 2011 and 2016, the seizures of heroin and other hard drugs increased by 2,310%. Deaths from heroin have also increased 288% between that time period. Around 500 people in 2016 were caught with drugs. However, 85 of those possessing drugs were just owners and not dealers. Current punishment for drug abuse is just arrest, which clearly doesn't work. A researcher named Madonna K. Chandler stated that a large portion of people arrested for drug crimes return to drugs as soon as they're released from prison. Two writers at the Gazette also commented how there usually isn't room for people in hospitals that abuse drugs so their recovery isn't stable and they don't receive anything like free rehab. I believe the rate of heroin and other hard drug use has increased in Colorado since 2016. However, what is the true solution? In my opinion, the best solution would be to decriminalize drug use. In some states, domestic abusers receive free anger management courses in order to prevent their violence further. The same cannot be said for drug abusers. However, in Finland, drugs are decriminalized and it has one of the lowest rates of drug abuse in the world because of it. If drug users are treated as people rather than prisoners and given the help they desperately need, the number could greatly decrease in Colorado and especially Denver. Getting back on track is difficult when you've dedicated your life to drugs and it's nearly impossible to repair the damage without help. This is why decriminalizing drugs is the best path to take in the future. I'm Bree, and the topic I'm focusing on is hate crimes against Muslims. Hate crimes against Muslims have been happening in places like America, New Zealand, and India. It makes the Muslims that live in the area terrified to be there, and sometimes they will stay in their houses for long periods of time to try to avoid getting hurt. These hate crimes are misdemeanors, but sometimes they are charged as felonies because of their intentions. From 2001 to 2014, there have been between over 400 and 100 hate crimes against Muslims. In 2001, there were 481 crimes against Muslims, and from 2002 and 2014, there were between 154 and 155 hate crimes against Muslims. Since 2001, the hate crimes have decreased, but it's dramatically increasing again due to the presidency of Donald Trump. The punishment for Muslims only getting hurt is 10 years in prison, and for sexual assault, murder, or kidnapping, it is in prison. It is life in prison or the death penalty. The punishments don't seem to help since the hate crimes have been increasing again. But from 2002 and 2014, it did help. I think they will keep increasing because of how dangerous the world has gotten since Donald Trump has become president. No one should have to live in fear. People also shouldn't want to hurt someone because of their religion. I think that the punishment should be gotten rid of because before 2001, there weren't as many hate crimes against Muslims as there are today.
For this part of the broadcast, I will be discussing the effects of Kelsey Barrett and spreading light upon her case. Kelsey Barrett was a 29-year-old flight instructor who disappeared on Thanksgiving Day 2018. More recent evidence shows that Barrett's fiancé, Patrick Frazee, is responsible for her devastating murder. Francie's primary accuser, Crystal Lee Jean Kenny, informed Teller County investigators that Francie confessed that he tied a sweater around Kelsey's face and proceeded to beat her to death with a basketball bat or the baseball bat. This is a very talked about subject in Woodland Park, yet to this day, it left many people shocked and confused wanting a new update on her case. This is definitely considered a felony if we look on a more broad spectrum. Murder is definitely not something to joke about and is a very serious issue not only in the United States but all around the world. Millions and millions of people are affected each year by this crime and I definitely believe that these numbers have increased over time. Although studies have shown that there has been a decrease slash increase over time, back and forth, I do think that this crime will and has been increasing. Currently, there are multiple situations that could occur after the killing of someone else. As I've said before, there is no way to truly predict the mind of a killer, and there is no way to predict their actions. Usually the punishment is time in jail, but that is usually happening after the case is committed, after the crime is committed. I do believe this case will increase over time due to growing population and new, more gruesome ways of killing.